0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Linga Brutalica with me, Jess Crook, and my co-host Wes Robertson. Hello. Today we have another podcast first by talking to the band Oh, who are the first band we've interviewed based in China. Thank yous for being here today.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: us. Uh, So we wanted to start off, um, as we always do, by asking the bands that we interviewed to describe their music for people who haven't heard it before. So how would you describe Oh's music? Um,
1: The music of Oh breaks a lot of conventions. you know, rhythmically and, and melodically, um, there's, there's, there's definitely a level of, a degree of difficulty uh, inherent in the music, you know, just performing it. Um, but it has its own, you know, voice. It's, it's definitely different, I think, in the, the metal kind of circles or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's challenging. And, you know, we hope the music will, you know, reach people and we hope it resonates. Yeah, but it's definitely, it's I, I, what basically, you know, she's saying it's, it's it's unique, you know.
2: In a number of, uh, like, interviews or uh, reviews of your music, the band has been described as progressive metal. Is that a term you align with or do you find it limiting in some ways?
3: Fine, okay. <laughs> 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 the
1: music is... I think the term progressive metal is, she's saying it's correct, and also, but you know, it could also be considered rock. It could be considered, you know, some somewhat math rock-ish. Um, but you know, we hope the music isn't, you know, so narrowly defined as a certain thing. You know, I think it's it's a little bit open to interpretation. It's not completely. You know, like we just said, it's pretty unique. So you know, it may not be totally. You know, we don't want to be boxed in by any particular genre. In other words, but yeah, I mean, progressive metal is a pretty broad genre. So you know, I think it leaves a lot of room for you know for different forms of expression. Um, so so yeah, the music is is definitely unique. But I think you know, if in a broad progressive metal you know we're cool with that
0: and so when did you first get into metal music and what attracted you to the style to begin with
1: well maybe I'll answer this first because sure. because <laughs> I you know my 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 beginnings were with metal music you know I I what brought me to music was was heavy music you know I remember my parents bought me when I was in fifth grade you know Injustice for All the CD and you know that was it and I I was I was hooked. And, you know, so my musical background, the roots of it are based in heavy music, you know, but over the years you get turned on to different things. And of course you grow and you, you expand and, you know, expand your horizons and and check out different genres and slowly, but surely, you know, you have all kinds of different influences. So I think, you know, the music of always kind of a reflection of that in some ways, because there are a lot, you know, the roots of it are, I think, are based in heavy music. But, yeah, there's a lot of uh, other influences, of course, you know, from jazz or, you know, anything. It's very, it's very, it's, it's, it's pretty eclectic. Your parents bought you
2: uh, Justice for
1: All? Yeah, for Christmas in uh, <laughs> ni- 1990. Well, that's going to give away my age, I guess. But, yeah, I was in fifth grade. It was like, I don't even know what year that was, 1990. 1990- two or something i don't remember (laughs) but it was a it was a long time ago and you know that changed my life you know i remember i couldn't stop listening to it you know like in i was sitting in class all day and the only thing in my brain was just that music you know and i I couldn't wait for the bell to ring and i just run and i just sit in front of the cd player and just listen to it all all, you know i probably wasn't doing much homework or anything at the time (laughs) as a result of it but but yeah, that that kind of changed my uh, kind of changed my life. And in, in Lynn's case, she actually really never listened to like metal. Um, mm. you know, She definitely listens to rock, but she actually comes from more of like a pop background. But when I found her, she had sent some demos and they were kind of more rock based. And I was really drawn to the to the fact that she had a very versatile voice and very malleable you know the way she can shape it and contours and dynamics you know especially the more like I wanted power, like power in it you know but not not screaming like I mean I love a lot of music I love that has screaming but I wanted I wanted you know we wanted like melody to be the the focal point so Mm. um but but drive, but those melodies delivered in you know in, in times like with with a certain degree of power and her voice definitely is capable of that you know bringing like rasp and you know but still but there's still like a definite pitch in it you know it's not Mm -hmm. not just complete you know screaming which is cool too but but it wasn't quite the vibe we were going for Mm.
2: so lynn was it difficult to write lyrics for a genre that you weren't that familiar with at first?
3: She
1: basically said when, when we started making this album we never said oh we're gonna make a progressive metal album you know we were kind of just following our intuition and, and and just trying to make the most honest music possible so you know there wasn't like a, there was never any deliberate intention to have this music mold into a certain genre it just kind of came out organically so for her to write the lyrics she just said it was it was very natural actually um even though it was in like you know a so-called heavy music you know genre but no she she had no no problem with that came out very naturally
2: so is your writing process do you think influenced by pop and rock uh more than metal uh lyrics
3: in
1: terms of her lyrics it's not so much a musical style it's her her approach is more from like a poetic sense or you know like a composition like like a like a yeah more 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 of a poetry yeah so it wasn't wasn't intentional oh you know i want to make lyrics that are rock you know or metal it was it was just you know it was just like writing poetry, basically.
0: And so, since you've uh, produced this album, have you like started to listen to any more metal music? And I suppose has that then influenced the way you think about metal music?
3: Yeah,
1: Basically, so ever since, um, you know, she basically said when when we since we finished this record, she obviously became because she, she didn't have too much background with so-called heavy music before this but you know since becoming signed to inside out music she was obviously very curious like other bands that are on it so she started checking it out she just mentioned you know she's been listening to dream theater um and Devin townsend um who is Devin townsend music was actually quite an influence in a lot of ways for this the making of this record um Hmm. just you know in in many in many respects sure um so so yes uh Since making the record, yeah. She's she started to check out, you know, more progressive progressive bands to kind of give 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 more ideas and you know have a larger scope of of you know sensibility and -hmm. and stuff like that. Are those
2: ideas mainly musical or is she also interested in the lyrics being used?
1: When when she's checking out when since she started checking out these newer these bands she hadn't listened to before, she's you know it's more of just a pure feeling like she's not approaching it from a technical standpoint, you know. Or and the lyrics, she just said the lyrics. Um, she hasn't really paid too much attention to the. Lyrics. I mean, there could. Be, I she didn't mention this, but there could be you know a language a language barrier as well. Of course, being that it's all in those lyrics are all in English. But uh, she's more actually interested in seeing a lot of these bands like their live performance. You know mm. the feeling that they they give out. You know from live performance, which is something we obviously plan on doing um, in the near future. Um, so yeah, it's more f- her 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 approach to listening to these different kinds of bands that she hadn't previously listened to is more from just a pure emotional standpoint and feeling like the energy and power from 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 these bands especially from the live performance. So also with
2: the the question of wanting to write kind of from a poetic perspective, uh, is that something that she decided on once hearing your music or is that just the way of writing lyrics that she finds most
1: appealing? Okay, okay I just mean, actually, Lynn, Lynn, originally just actually liked writing poetry, um, so it actually came very naturally. She she comes from a uh you know a background of just having this interest, um, so yeah, it was it was it was more of just she just it, it was almost like the same thing. She didn't regard it as like okay, well now I'm writing lyrics for music. It was just well. I always had this interest, and in, I've and I've been writing poetry for a long time. So it was just, you know, it was just like writing poetry. And and she just mentioned she used the song title names um, as a springboard in some cases for the for the content of the lyrics. For example, for example, the song Mountain. Well, you know, it might the song Mountain. It might not be the mountain itself is obviously probably a symbol for for other things. Um, but yeah, she used the song titles as a springboard. For, for the lyrical content as well
0: I mean a question that we often ask is you know what makes good or bad lyrics right and usually we position this in the context of you know what makes good and bad metal lyrics but given that Lynn's coming from a predominantly non-metal background um, I guess we could ask a kind of broader question about you know what she thinks makes for good lyrics or bad lyrics.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, 首先必须得触动我,
1: uh for her it's it's simply just authenticity. Um and the words that you read, you know, in terms of lyrics, do, do they do they touch you in a certain way? You know that's basically how she, you know, feels about lyrics, if if they're, you know, good or bad, you know, if you wanna Make a, uh, yeah, so it's both, it's basically just authenticity and how it, how it touches her, how, how she feels when she reads the lyrics. Yes.
2: This is a, a really hard question, but how do you determine what's authentic?
3: Authenticity
1: for her means you must have a genuine belief like a faith in in what it is that you're trying to express you know whatever's in your heart you really have to believe in it 100 percent. you know it has to be you know there has to be a, a faith behind it you know you believe in it and then you know then it's authentic
0: Well, that's interesting you say that because a lot of research on metal has suggested that a lot of lyricists tend to take a lot of distance from their lyrics. So saying that it's oh, it's just entertainment, it's not necessarily meaningful or you know, deep in any way. So it sounds like Lin's position is kind of the opposite, right?
3: 我不能唱, 如果那样的话, yeah, just... she
1: definitely doesn't. He's not coming from that perspective, and you know, she just said again, like, you know, authenticity. It has to. The lyrics she's singing, she has to believe in it. You know, otherwise, why not just sing? You could just sing random syllables and vowels and stuff. You don't. Need, <laughs> you don't need. You know, so you know the 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 a, a certain kind of power comes from. faith in what it is you're singing Mm -hmm. um so that's really important to her so you know when she writes lyrics they have to be they have to be genuine and authentic and come you know they have to come from a place of you know you have you have faith in it you know you believe in what it is that you're what you're writing
2: then do you pay any attention to what other metal bands in china are doing at all uh does there lyrical practices interest you in any way or is it something that you don't feel is worth really uh paying attention to or kind of responding to
3: actually
1: in terms of because lin doesn't really come from in in china it doesn't come from this this background of music so honestly you know china domestically like other other bands that fit into the heavy music genre she hasn't really you know paid too much attention to i mean i think that's going to probably change now that we're we're kind of just getting things going here i'm sure you know in the near future we'll probably be playing you know festivals or, or things like that where there are other other heavy bands here which there are quite a few in in china um but but yeah no the the presently the, the, the short answer is she hasn't really been paying you know doesn't is not really very aware aware of you know other metal bands here in china
0: mm.
2: so i guess then to talk about the band's lyrics more specifically our first question is just broadly why did you decide to write the lyrics in chinese <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh,
1: I mean, the simple answer to that is, you know, she's Chinese. It's her mother language. So mm. it's just the natural thing, you know, and, and we are Chinese. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a foreigner here, but you know, I'm the only foreigner in the band. You know, I've been here over 10 years. Now, so it kind of feels like home in many ways. Mm. But yeah, you know, I think, it, you know, it's her mother tongue. So it's going to be like she mentioned, it's going to be the most authentic, you know, mm. she's going to have best way to deliver the lyrics authentically if it's if it's coming from our own mother language well, So yeah
2: to give some background to that question so it sounds maybe a little less silly um i've personally done uh, some research on the metal scene in japan and i'd say 75 to 90 percent of the bands there sing in english even though it's not right. their mother language and many of them don't speak english at all despite writing all their lyrics in english and singing in english and they've mentioned right. many times that they felt, especially in the past, but still now too, like a pressure to sing in English, um, especially when they they want to have an international reach. Is that not a, right. do those considerations not exist here? Is there no like English pressure or no even feel that, oh, okay, this is metal. So I have to sing in English. Is that like not extant and, and for your band?
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll answer this one because um mm-hmm because I'm the I'm kind of the, the foreigner here and I think uh for us being that we're a Chinese but we we honestly didn't feel any pressure mm-hmm. um and just from this is just me personally speaking right now honestly I'm kind of sick of the English language <laughs> um
0: <laughs> copy <you> know, yeah follow <laughs> you because
1: <laughs> like I mean it's it's obvious it's it's the dominant language of the world you know it's it is the world language you know you go anywhere and if people you know your your go-to language is going to be English you know if you're if 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 you're all if you're with a group of people from different national different you know different nationalities the go-to language is English for communication and and that's probably not going to change you know that's Mm -hmm. just the way it is and that's cool you know, the world has a way to communicate. You know, for those that speak it, you know, there's a way to communicate easily. But ju- this is just me personally speaking. Right? I mean, look, like all pop culture, so many, you know, facets of, of, of music and pop music. I mean, a great majority, like you just mentioned, like there's even in Europe, there's a lot of great bands that I love that aren't English speaking. Uh, na- native English speakers, but still, like you said, their lyrics are still in English. You know, um, you know, and it's cool, but like, I'm just kind of getting tired of it. Like the the syntax and the and the and the and the composition of 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 lyrics created in the English language. I feel like it's starting to get burnt out a little bit. You know, like <laughs> how many ways you're gonna say the same fucking thing over and over. You know. <laughs> You know, this, I know, I know this sounds very cynical and I'm actually what I'm saying, like I, I'm, I'm not even a hundred percent on board with what I'm saying right now, but it's just like, it, it's a little bit in there my subconscious, mm. like kind of a little bit tired of it. You know, I think when I hear even just off topic, I remember watching a great Netflix, um, uh, TV series called dark. And it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. it was, it's, it's made in, it's a German, a German, uh, tv series i don't know if you had seen it, it was it's really yeah, yeah. great yeah. but honestly one of my favorite what was so refreshing obviously the story is amazing and, and it's really well done but even besides that one of the things that was so appealing to me was just hearing the whole thing in a different language you know obviously i was looking at english subtitles but but it was there was something about it that was just so refreshing Um, uh, you know so that's just a personal thing but but yeah i mean honestly we couldn't give a fuck about appealing to the international standards of you know you need to have your music in english language in order for and honestly the reception has been pretty cool like we've been Mm -hmm. checking out youtube and the comments and stuff and people seem pretty like supportive of it you know which is great you know people seem very positive about it i don't really hear any i haven't seen any comments like saying oh you know asking why it's not in English or anything like that, you know, and I'm hoping, you know, it'll resonate with you. And honestly, like, even when I, when I was, especially when I was a kid, I remember list like even Metallic, for example, going back to <laughs> and justice for all. Honestly, when I was in fifth grade list, I couldn't even understand what James Hetfield was singing half the time, you know what <laughs> sure. I mean? Even though it was all in English, but, but I kind of liked that because sometimes my brain would <clears throat> interpret the lyrics to- differently than you know if i looked in the booklet then of course i could see exactly what he's singing but sometimes my brain would interpret the lyrics differently so it's like almost like you have your own personal connection to the song like what you think he's singing but he actually might be singing singing something else Hmm. which is something interesting and obviously this music like you know if you're not a native chinese speaker and even if you are a native chinese speaker it might still be difficult which i've read some comments you know there's some i've seen some comments like oh I'm, I'm chinese but i still can't make out half of what she's singing <laughs> um but uh but i think that's kind of cool because i i don't that that again this is just m- me per- speaking personally uh, i like leaving a little bit of mystery in in the music and even when i'm listening to music you know i like i like i don't i don't feel the need to know every little detail about everything you know i like i like leaving things kind of left to the open like what what is it you know what i mean sometimes i don't want to know and it's like the same thing with band oh like you know you could call it progressive metal i think that's correct and it's cool but on but but the other side of it is like i, I almost don't want to know what it is you know what mm. i mean i don't want to like i want to kind of leave it i want i want it to be kind of a mystery to myself as to what it is <laughs> um and kind of just let it let it unfold naturally and i think the lyrics are definitely, you know, sung in Chinese, I think, I think are a reflection of that, you know, and, and inside out the label was super cool and supportive and never ever, you know, there was never any hint of all. Oh, can, can you guys try to write a song in English, you know, or anything, mm-hmm. you know, they were super cool about it. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, and even if there was pressure, we wouldn't care. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is who we are and you know, if it affects record sales in a negative way, because we're not seeing, you know, then so be it, what what, what, what can you do, you know?
0: Mm. <laughs> um, something else that we noticed though, um, when we looked at the lyrics, new lyric books though, was that although yes, yeah, certainly the lyrics are written in Chinese characters, there's also lyrics printed in pinyin. Is there a reason that you've done both the characters and pinyin?
1: Yeah, uh, so, sorry, I'll, I'll just answer this one again. Um, being, you know, because this 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 question would be from a from a foreigner standpoint, like why? Um, it's just simply we we had we could have we could have put an English translation, and the reason why we didn't was because at the very least, if you couldn't, because Chinese written language is pictorial; it's it's a character based. It's not it's not like an alphabet. But like you just mentioned, Pinyin is basically the romanization of Chinese. So even if you don't. Even if you can't read the characters, you can kind of you can kind of have a pretty decent approximation of of what the pronunciation of those characters are. So the opinion, that's basically just giving somebody who doesn't understand Chinese, at least when you're listening, you maybe can follow the opinion. I don't know if you guys (laughs) made the attempt or not, but maybe, you know, you can look at the opinion and see, you know, approximately how that pronunciation is. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so that that was that was a deliberate choice instead of just the English translation, because if you put the English translation, then you have no way you you, there's no way you're going to have any 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 way to, you know, if you wanted to kind of sing along to it or, you know, whatever, then you have no way to at, at least attempt at the pronunciation. Um, but the English translations were all we we made like a we made a. Uh, on we put them all on our Facebook and Instagram mm. page. You know, mm. we we made like a little image of every song with with the Chinese and the English translation. So you know, the, the English translation is out there. Um, so that, that that was that was the reasoning behind you know including the Pinyin instead of English. Interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah, just because it's not something we've seen before. I've interviewed a lot of bands from Taiwan, but they've uh, written just in characters and then have, they've had English versions of the lyrics, but not translations per se Uh, but this is the first time we've seen pinyin so yeah we thought it was very interesting
1: yeah that uh, that's the reasoning the reasoning behind it just to give just to give you know non-chinese speaking people a chance to at least you know be able Mm. to approximate pronunciation
0: right
2: Well, to move into the lyrics themselves, um, one thing we kind of noticed is that a lot of lyrics throughout the album seem to capture kind of a balance of opposing forces or feelings. For instance, there's a pair of songs, Dark and Light, uh, and there's also songs like Travel, which seem to describe kind of existential dread, as in lyrics like Look Inwards to Hopelessness Inside uh, in the English translation, which contrast with songs like Euphoria, which have lines like This Fleeting Life is like a dream. When Lin was writing the lyrics, was there an intent to create contrasts between songs throughout the album?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, there's some, there's definitely some some conscious, you know, uh, approach to to like kind of opposing forces. She was just mentioning, for example, you know, the the last two songs, the album, Dark and Light, obviously it's, it's a very obvious, a pair of songs where it's kind of trying to express kind of polar opposites of of some something. But when she's writing these lyrics, she said that everything is kind of sourcing from some kind of power. Like she said, like the forces of darkness, like it, it has its own power and light is, is, is a, is like the opposite, but yet it has its own power. So she's trying to channel, all these lyrics that she's writing, she's trying to channel like a like a like a certain energy, like a certain power, you know. And there's definitely there's definitely this dy- dynamicism in the lyrics, you know, like like you just mentioned, like these opposing opposing forces. Um, so yeah, there was there's definitely was some conscious, uh, you know, approach to that to that concept. What kind of motivated that? Does the
2: desire to have these contrasting approaches throughout the album. Was it, was there some kind of something that spawned that idea or was it some kind of effect that uh, she was aiming for uh, in the album as a whole?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, there was, it It wasn't, you know,
1: she, she wasn't writing those l- lyrics in that way with the intent of us you know a certain kind of outcome or effect it was it was it was really like like she mentioned before it was just came out naturally you know just kind of going with the flow of, of what how the music was kind of unfolding you know this music like we had to, we kind of had to be careful to kind of get out of our own way sometimes you know what I mean because you can kind of get in your own way and you know so you have to find a balance um and yeah this when she's writing the lyrics, it's just kind of trying to in the while you're in the midst of creating you wanna you want to channel the most you know honest energy you know positive energy you can in the moment you know so it wasn't there wasn't a deliberate intention to do anything you know in 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 terms of lyrics as well you know these this concept of like opposing forces or or contrast um but yeah, the album, I, for, for me personally, I will say that musically, because I was more involved with the musical composition aspect of it, you know, uh, contrast and dynamics were something I was really interested in and, and wanted to make, you know, kind of an important aspect of the music, you know, ebb and flow and, you know, try to keep it dynamically interesting. Mm. Um, And I think Lynn, like her lyrics kind of just naturally, you know, went with that. Mm. So, Mm. yeah.
0: So talking of your song titles, one of the patterns that we noticed was that all of your song titles are only a single word or rather character in length. Uh, Did you actively decide to just use like a single word character um, for all of your song titles or was this again something that was more natural?
1: That was, I will say, I could say with certainty that that was kind of an intentional thing. Hmm. Um in the in the beginning it wasn't, but then we found out that it turned out a lot of these songs were just one one word for a title. And then it was just kind of like, well, let's let's keep that going. You know, why why, you know, change it? Let's just <laughs> let's just make every album you know, title just one word. The future albums won't be like that, you know what I mean? So it was a little bit of an intentional thing. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, it was pretty much pretty much intentional (laughs) what was the what's the effect of that do you think
3: Uh, yeah
1: it's actually interesting she said well first first of all it's kind of (laughs) cool um but obviously more than that in in chinese uh one of the big differences between Chinese and a lot of, uh, Western languages is that a single character can actually just, and it's a single character, a character in Chinese is just one, uh, syllable, you know, it repre- represents just one syllable and a single syllable or a single character can actually encompass so much meaning, um, in interpretation. <laughs> so in having like every song just be one single character, it actually left a lot of room for her lyrically to have more leeway and and, and room to you know compose lyrics, um, which she felt was kind of nice. You know, if, if 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 you just have one character, it, it really leaves a lot of open room for interpretation and, and a lot of room for um you know, her expressiveness as a, as a lyricist.
0: And is that the same for listeners as well? Like, assuming that they can read the Chinese characters, like if they read them, is the intention then to like, allow them the same freedom to interpret it, you know, in a multitude of ways? Well,
3: you know, just like as,
1: as, you both discovered you know it might just simply be oh every song is just a single word <laughs> you know and, and you know that, that's it
2: <laughs> well this question i don't know if this is for actually you maybe or for both of you um but especially because you mentioned you know uh being tired of english and stuff like that when we looked at your these single word titles we did kind of notice It's obviously a contrast to something you see often in metal, right? Like you mentioned injustice for all, but lengthy song or album titles, you know, uh, uh, what a horrible night to have a curse. Uh, But the single words rather, you see a lot of, you know, huge lengthy song names is the use of a single word here in any way, kind of like a little bit of a middle finger to that kind of (laughs) expectation or practice, or was that not a consideration at all?
1: No, I could I could say with a one hundred percent certainty that was definitely no, no. That never even crossed crossed our minds. I mean, I Mm -hmm. haven't even thought about it until you just mentioned the question. So no, I mean, look, our we we have no interest in giving the middle finger to anyone. It's (laughs) it's not what it's not what the music is about. It's it's on. It's just it's just trying. It's it's just being in our most you know honest attempt to just be authentic and, you know, and just write music from the heart, lyrically and musically and whatnot, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely none of that going on, you know, there's enough, there's enough animosity in the world right now. I feel like there's no need to add to any of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very fair. Um, so talking further about characters, um, we did notice that uh, most, if not all of your track titles and song lyrics, if we're not mistaken, are written in traditional Chinese characters rather than simplified. Uh, so for example, the song ghost, Ling is written in the traditional character um, in place of the more simplified form. So we're just wondering what like um, what was the uh, motivation behind this decision to write in the traditional rather than simplified yeah,
1: that's a simple, simple thing. I mean, a lot. Even, you know, the the in in China, the the official written language is is the simplified. But still, a lot of play, you know, when when you're, it's just a common thing. You know, when uh, it it has a more of a literary. There's definitely a there's an aesthetic component to it. You know, the the this the, the, the traditional characters are still used in. Taiwan and Hong Kong, um, and a lot of you know Chinese communities outside of mainland China. I think predominantly use the traditional characters. You know, if you go to restaurants, mm-hmm. the menu, the, my, the menu will be in, in traditional characters. Um, and even here in the mainland, you know, a lot of restaurants, like the the sign outside the restaurant, might have traditional characters. It just kind of evokes like a you know. It's got a vibe to it. You know, and, and there's, definitely a, there's definitely an aesthetic component to it. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's kind of a beauty to it. You know, I, the, the simplifying characters, I think were, and this is me just speaking, you know, with, with, with a lack of a lot of historical knowledge, of course, but I think it was uh, more of a, uh, a very practical attempt to reduce illiteracy. Because because it even even for Chinese, like writing characters, there's a learning curve to that. You know, it's not like, you know, they're born and they can just start writing these characters. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's a long process, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and he, as a foreigner who, who spent quite a time like, you know, writing, practicing writing and stuff. I mean, even even Chinese themselves here, because everybody now is typing on the phone all the time you know even a lot of chinese like if you ask them to write characters they might have to think for a mm. second because you know nobody spends time actually with a pen in hand and, and writing stuff anymore mm. i mean even when i try to write english it's like a, this, like my hand starts shaking cuz i'm like yeah oh absolutely like, <laughs> it's like it feels like it feels like you know exhausting just on the fine motor muscles in your fingers you know cuz cuz you don't do it anymore but um but yeah, sorry, we're we're kind of going all over the place here with this very simple answer to the question. But yeah, no, it's just a it's just an aesthetic thing and it just evokes a vibe and it's it's cool.
2: <laughs> I mean, to be overly blunt, uh, do traditional characters feel more metal than simplified characters?
1: I think so. I I think so. You know, it's it's like fucking Latin, you know, like <laughs> like you know, it's got like Come on, it's metal. It's metal as hell. You know what I mean. For for whatever reason. <laughs>
0: well, that's literally you what know, we were going like, to ask. Yeah. Like we were actually going to ask, like because yeah, as you know, there's a lot of English medium metal lyrics that are written in like very archaic forms of the language to make them, you know, they right. feel older. You know, there's a lot of like the thou, you know, Latin expression. Right. <laughs> Is it the same vibe? Like when you use the uh, traditional characters? That's
1: interesting. uh i i it it might not be i I might not be the qualified one to answer that because i'm I'm not a native chinese
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's not really the case with this because because actually the tr- the traditional characters and the simplified characters are not that far off from one another and in fact the the sound, the pronunciation is exactly the same. Sure. And the meaning is the exact is exactly the same. So it's not like, you know, in the English language, everything is like morph, what I don't know what the linguistic term, morph, morphological, like, mm-hmm. you know, we we, we can change the, the you know the the words into different ways, like like you just said, thou mm-hmm. or the, you know, these kinds of things. But in Chinese, you know, the reason why the characters, sorry, this is going off topic, but it is yeah. interesting because Originally, China you know was there it was met it's a huge place and ever and to this day there's still thousands of dialects all over the country and so just from a practical standpoint, the way to unify communication to to, to make communication easier was just to have the characters means the same no matter what language mm-hmm. you're in so actually i don't I don't really I can't speak Cantonese, but if I'm watching like The news or something and it's a Cantonese speaker if they have if they have the characters underneath it, I can pretty much understand everything because it's the same. It's the same characters. You know, if Mm. if I read a Mm. newspaper in, in, in Hong Kong, I would pretty much understand everything because it's all the same characters. So Sorry, this is completely off topic. No, it's on topic. <laughs> no, no, it's
0: it's totally on topic but, because uh, I mean that's the difference, but, right? It's like Latinate expressions like the, thou. That's not in circulation, like in English speaking context yeah. today. Whereas Chinese traditional characters are mm-hmm.
1: e- exactly, exactly. It's the same, and they have the same meaning, you know, and and the sound is the same. It's just, mm. it's just the the characters themselves are are more. It's a little more complex, actually. The the, the Chinese translation of of what we call simplified and traditional the, What they call it is The traditional they call it Which actually means Like com- complex
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And like actually just means Like the English simplified So mm-hmm. um, yeah
2: What about the use of characters That are obscure though Because there are songs like uh, Farewell which uh, um, And Prejudice Which uh, I messaged you about uh, That I thought was a radical Because um, those are not just Traditional, those are actually just really, really rare characters, right? What's the motivation in using uh, characters that maybe some Chinese speakers can't even read?
3: Mm.
1: So for example, the song Farewell, uh, that character, which is pronounced Kui, mm. is like a, um is basically just like some kind of mythological monster or like mm-hmm. a like a mythological something um, and that simply was just because the, the 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 song was called actually the original title of that song was imperfect farewell Zhang Jing the guitar player that's his composition but going like you had mentioned before going with the concept of trying to keep every title to a single word you know he was cool with just calling it farewell um, hmm. but then, but then when Lin was writing the lyrics for Quay, uh, for Farewell, uh, she asked Jin like, oh, well, w- what's the title of this tune? And he just, he, he told her, you know, he sent that, that character Quay, you know, and at the time she didn't know what it meant, but you know, <laughs> she had to deal with it. She had to deal with it and interpret it, you know, as, as, you know, she could to do to the best of her abilities. And, the other song which you had mentioned, which is kind of cool, that you know, I remember when you sent me that message, I, I was I was impressed. You know, you, you know, you took the time to to, to look up the character, and, and you probably couldn't find much information about it because it's a pretty obscure one. And and that's also sure that the pronunciation of that character is, is uh, also like kind of a mythological. Is <laughs> is <laughs> 智不是,
3: 智我写的不是, 智就是未来,
1: like for example prejudice and the character 智, are almost you know you could you could you can extrapolate and try to make some connection but they're they're pretty pretty distant mm-hmm. um and the 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 oh, the direct meaning of ah the, the it's 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 kind of a it's kind of like a mons yeah that that's the character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's basically um a footless kind of like a worm or like a Mm -hmm. a, Mm. like an insect you know it's what do they call that like a worm you know they don't have they don't have feet um but the lyrics if you read it it's you know i don't know how you would extrapolate the character and again this was jing's immediate response like when she asked him well what what should we call prejudice you know his english title was prejudice and it, well what, what about the Chinese character and he just that's what he said you know and it was his composition so you know we wanted to respect you know what mm-hmm. he wanted to call the tune so um so she just had to deal with it you know but I think from from my understanding of the lyrics it, it doesn't there doesn't seem to be a direct connection to the mm-hmm. to the content of the lyrics and the character in and it of itself.
3: 决决, 就是就决决, yeah,
1: so for exa- for that tune, for Prejudice, when when, Zhang, when Jing had sent, sent this character to her and said this is the name of the tune, mm-hmm. you know, he never he never said, oh, the lyrics need to be about what this character means mm-hmm. at face value. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So she kind of, she interpreted it and, you know, that's how that's how it went down. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, because yeah, know, we, we were going to ask like about um, yeah some of the like connections between the English titles and the Chinese titles because yeah we did notice that some of the Chinese titles are quite different to the English ones. So in that sense, they're not true. necessarily attempts at translation or anything like that. Then, right?
1: Uh I think that's I think that's fair to say. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you know why he likes selecting
2: obscure characters for obscure mythological animals as song titles? <laughs>
1: He's done it a good
3: twice question,
1: now,
3: right? I, just yeah, twice yeah. in message. I, I don't know. Let me ask let me ask Lin. That's a very nice question.
1: So yes, she she think and we're, we're just guessing here because we can't speak for Jing exactly, you know, why, but mm-hmm. she she guesses it's probably because he wanted to pick two characters that a lot of people don't know just for the you know it's got a mysteriousness to it and and it's just different you know even and it's kind of cool you guys you know checked out looked up the characters and you you picked out these two characters of of the tunes and you know they are aside from the rest i mean like mountain sean that's that's like uh you see that character everywhere yeah, and it's sure. a very easy character to write, you know, but then there's these two like weird looking and they look kind of, look kind of strange. So we, we guess Jing just wanted to have something that would, you know, it's just different. And mm-hmm. you, you probably look at it and you're like, what the hell is that? You know, it kind of gives you, you might might make you stop and think for a second, you know.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Another question about characters. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to share my screen for this because there's no way it'll make any sense unless, yeah. I, unless I show what's going on here. Uh, So hopefully this makes sense for people listening too. But we noticed that in a lot of the lyrics that Lynn writes, there's like repetitions of characters throughout the song. Like uh, apologies if my understanding of the character's meaning is wrong. I'm coming from knowing them from Japanese. So uh, here you have open used three times as the second character in a line. Uh, Here you Uh have like uh, none and stop. And then uh, this... Techie, I believe it Jap- in Chinese, this is a possessive uh, mm-hmm. repeated four and three. And then it comes up again here uh, in this song. You have uh, this is like signage. So probably around there, but one, two, three, four on the first line. Uh, then this pair of characters is repeated four times here and then comes back here. And then uh, these ones, which this isn't in Japanese. And this is like put inside are repeated here. And then once again, at the end. On this song, I have no idea what this one is, but it's uh, four out of the five lines start with the same character, and then three out of the five lines have these two characters repeating after. Uh, Here, I I have no idea, Um, but then like birth, possessive, birth, possessive, birth, possessive. Uh, And then down here again, you have three lines in a row that end with after, uh, two lines in a row that end with like freedom, and then two lines later that again end with after, Is this kind of repetition of the same character and sometimes even in the same place uh, an intentional thing and if so what's the goal like what is the uh, motivation what kind of effect do you think this is supposed to have on the reader of the lyrics or the listener I suppose.
1: Okay, let me let me ask her. Oh, that's very cool by the way. Wow, this is really this is really cool, man.
3: Uh, 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 in
1: in this particular example, um, first of all, she said there wasn't really much of a a deliberate intent to have a lot of like the repetition that you mentioned. Um but the example uh the one you had just said the 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 new birth uh Mm -hmm. it it has like the character ah Mm ah it's just like an exclamation it doesn't Mm -hmm. really have like a like a meaning it's just it's just like a it's just an exclamation just like a human you know response like oh you know and i guess it's just from a poetic standpoint that's just like a poetic process you know of writing you know method or you know to try to try you know evoke a certain kind of feeling but yeah that that was was it wasn't completely intentional uh this to, this song in particular she just mentioned is actually it's a Jo joe which means like a curse right well what well, I, I i should make sure i'm not because you uh, is also no. a curse but there's also um let me let me let me uh, Joe you oh you make sure sorry I'm just gonna I'm just I just want to make sure I'm not incorrectly translating something
0: yeah totally no problem.
1: okay because yeah Joe it can mean a curse but it's also an incantation or an invocation like a spell mm-hmm. um so that song prejudice actually like what what you highlighted some of these things like the 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 the, the section right above the uh, 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 uh the the, mm-hmm. the the one right above that mm-hmm. a lot of these when, when you're talking about like you know reciting like an incantation or a, or a spell or one of these kinds of things in general those things have a lot of repetition so so in that example yeah there there was you know some intent behind it because because of the because of the the the, the idea the, the concept behind the lyrics being this kind of spell or curse your casting, there's going to be lots of repetition. Um but in other instances, like for example, the the ah uh, ah, uh, the newborn world, newborn power, this kind of stuff, um there wasn't a direct intention to, to for, for the repetition. Um mm. but maybe subconscious well, 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 let me ask her if maybe there if it's possible there was some subconscious well, intent. Yeah is she, you know, she, she surprised I, to see this? I'll ask her that as well.
3: Mm. (laughs) (笑) Mm. Uh, 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 Mm -hmm.
1: So in in some instances, like this this one, the, the newborn world, sometimes it was in relation to the way the melody sounded. Like mm-hmm. if the melody had like a component that was had a repet, repetitious you know component to it melodically, then sometimes her lyrics would reflect that, you know um so that that was all that that was also a consideration uh and all you, you you sorry, wes you just had asked something and i and i oh. and I said it was a great question, but now I just forgot what it was, so I can ask her again uh, is she
2: is she surprised to see this much repetition?
3: <laughs> mm. again, no, completely... Completely... Completely...
1: Basically, it just, she, she wasn't, no, in, in direct answer, no, she wasn't like surprised by it, you know, it, it, and again, it was just, it was just a, a simple reflection of what she felt the song needed lyrically, you know, if she, if she heard like the melodic line in a certain way, you know, and, and what she wanted to express from a from a content standpoint, you know, everything was everything was motivated and driven from like an emo, like an authentic emotional standpoint, you know, and, and what she felt would would best suit, you know, the, the song, you know, and the purpose of the song. So, yeah, no, there was there wasn't like uh, she wasn't really surprised by it or, you know, upon reflection or whatever.
2: You mentioned earlier that she tries to write uh, poetic lyrics. Does this kind of, I mean, to me, this repetition looks kind of poetic in a sense. Is that a connection I'm making up in my head, or is that in there to some degree?
3: Yeah, there's
1: definitely some some subconscious, like, things behind it, you know, because she has a lot of experience writing poetry, so you know, and sometimes in poetry, there'll be a lot of repetition. So yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, she comes from a, a perspective of, of approaching it poetically, you know, mm. so absolutely.
0: Uh, well, looking further across uh, different songs of your album, um, it's interesting to see that there's a lot of variation in the amount of lyrics assigned to different songs. So, for example, songs like Euphoria only have four characters of words. So you've got um, Fu Ru Meng. and Ghost has mm. about six lines of lyrics. But if we look at Mountain and Prejudice, they're obviously much longer. So yeah, how do you decide how many lyrics to put into one song? Uh, first
3: we'll
1: we'll talk about the the, the the song Euphoria. Basically uh the song gave her this kind of feeling of, you know, this kind of like a feeling of floating and um, a a, a certain kind of positive energy in it. Um, And it was just simply that that's actually in Chinese, that's called a tongue. You is just like an old expression. And there's, there's, it's one of the hardest parts about learning Chinese. I mean, if, if, if you, if you want to be considered like a really, you know, uh, you know, good Chinese speaker. You know, the more Chengyu you you can say, it's it's it's, right. it's pretty. Uh, you know, it gives you it gives you like credibility, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, and there's there's thousands and thousands of them. I think the average Chinese. You <laughs> Yeah, the average Chinese speaker probably knows about two thousand of those those mm-hmm. Cheng Yu. Uh, mm. but there's 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 tens of thousands of them, I guess. Um, but anyway, going back to the question, that particular Cheng Yu or that that kind of saying just kind of came to her naturally, and she thought it best suited the song. So that that was that was that was sim- the simple reason behind it. And that song actually, obviously, probably most people who listen to the album is definitely the most experimental song on the album um, yeah. from a, from a production standpoint and from a compositional standpoint, there was a lot of experimentation going on. Um, from, from, from my compositional standpoint, there's a lot of influence from Bjork. It um, was music. I kind of, I dig and uh, especially vocally um, and lyrically. Yeah. She just, she just, she felt that the, the less, the less lyrics the better um, uh-huh. and that's by far the most rep- repetitious you know it's it's just those four those four uh, syllables sung over and over mm. fu, fu, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's just over and over and over and, and spliced up and you know put in different ways and it's just overlaying what one, one another and, and everything else
3: yeah, 写 and, 写 and 写
1: for example, the song, the song, the song, Mountain, um, that song is, is the ly- lyrically, it's more, it's, it's abstract, but yet at the same time, it's, it's kind of directly and related to the mountain, you know, so it, it has, it has like this imagery to it and in fact the song opens with this sound this like wow you know the, and that's supposed to be the mountain you know it's kind of hmm. it's it's kind of being blatant um and in fact so, sorry I, I go off topic a lot but but that sound which it's just it's just like a little interesting bit of information which most people probably don't know that sound it's like a drone It's actually in the whole song from the beginning to the end. And it's, it, it obviously gets lower in volume, but, um, yeah, it acts as a drone and it's there the whole time. So, and that is very much in relation to the lyrics. Um, Mm -hmm. because when I, when I came up with that song title that I, 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 that was song title. I, I had, I had thought of, um, because I was having this conversation with somebody and, I remember, you know, coming from my own personal, um, feelings. Like I, 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 I'm just personally, I'm, I'm the kind of person who's, you know, when I have to talk about things that are related to like my own feelings and stuff and express them, I'm really bad at it, you know? And, and at the time I was having a conversation with with my now fiance, but (laughs) I remember we were kind of having a intense conversation about something and you know you know when you're talking about feelings and stuff and and I remember like thinking to myself well no matter how hard I try like I can just I just can't get the words out you know and and at the moment I was I remember thinking it feels like a mountain like there's just there's this enormous huge mountain and it's like to get the words out to say to say some things like that you're you know that you have to talk about that's like in your deep deep in your heart or whatever you know those kind of emotional things it felt to me like trying to c- climb over a mountain like mm. and and just a huge like you know bigger than Mount Everest you know what I mean just, it, just, it was just it just seemed like an insurmountable thing to overcome you know it seemed just so that and immediately that song came to me and 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 it was written like the same day after I had that conversation you know it's like just feels like I feel like I'm just trying to come up so obviously when she wrote the lyrics and I I was kind of the writing force behind that tune she asked me you know well what are you trying to express here and mm-hmm. and I I didn't tell her exactly what I just mentioned now I think later on I had told her you know um but I just kind of because I because for that tune I wanted to I didn't want to get in her way. You know, like I, I didn't want to impose my, what I wanted lyrically or, you know, from a, from a lyric, the content of the lyrics, I didn't want to impose anything. I wanted her to just have her own interpretation of it. But I just vaguely said like, well, it's about kind of trying to overcome something. And in some ways, like a, like a huge mountain is like a symbol for, you know, you know, overcoming difficulty or, you know, if you can climb it and get over it, it's like, you know, it's a feat, you know, mm-hmm. in many ways. Um, so lyrically, that song is pretty long. Um, and she wrote the lyrics with some of that in mind. So like I said, it's like it's like abstract because the mountain is is symbolic of, you know, just overcoming adversity and difficulty. But at the same time, it's also extremely blatant. You know, the song mm-hmm. opens with that that sound and it's there from the beginning to the end. And structurally, it's also like it's kind of a it's kind of the most pop song on the album. You know, it's structurally it's it's a pop song. It's just it's a verse. It's a chorus. It's a verse. It's a chorus. It's a bridge. It's like a variation of the verse and then a chorus. And then it's done, you know, and it's like it's just a pop. It's a pop structure. And the chorus is very melodically is, is, is a pop song. I mean, if you took, if you took out all the crazy rhythms and, and, and all the crazy stuff that's going on, essentially it's just a pop song, but um, because of the structure of it. So, you know, you had these verses and the choruses, so there's just going to be a lot of lyrics and there's a lot of melodies and, you know, overlaying a lot of lines, intertwining and stuff like that. So, so lyrically, they're just going to naturally be more, um, also, for these tunes, I, I can answer that that question in, in a certain way too because uh, the 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 vocal melodies I pretty much wrote all myself and they were all written previously to the lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. So when I had finished writing the vocal melodies, you know, she just applied her lyrics to them. Okay. So I'm sh- I'm sure that had some influence in how she constructed the. You know, as she had mentioned, you know, like when, when we were talking about repetition, mm. you know, sometimes the, rep, the, the the melodic repetition would give her, you know, the, you know, the idea of, of using lyric rep, lyrical repetition.
2: Speaking of like soundscapes, uh, one thing we noticed if we are interpreting this right is that. Uh, in a number of cases, Lynn uses sound symbolism in her lyrics. Like she sings things that are sounds rather than words. Uh, like on the song uh, Dark, there's again, butchering the pronunciation here, but Dada for like a bell. And on Ghost, there's "pang pang" for which I believe is like a crashing noise. Uh, right. What's kind of the goal of using these sort of onomatopoetic uh, sound symbolism in the lyrics?
3: 声动。嗯, 零而叮咚叮咚的响,
1: so in, in in a lot of cases, those what what is it called in English? Autom automata automata, automata. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Um, in in a lot of cases, it was it was it was just a a means to create a a different kind of dynamicism lyrically, you know, where, where the sounds being sung aren't necessarily, you know, words that, that reflect a particular meaning, but could evoke, you know, but can still evoke feelings. So for example, and I didn't even know this until I didn't even know this until I just asked her that that song, the song ghost in the beginning, that pong pong, that's actually supposed to represent a uh, heartbeat. Okay, I didn't, until, I didn't I didn't know until just now, Um and in the song "Dark," you know, because the opening sound like this very high pitched, and it's got like a keyboard sound behind it. It's it's obvious it's being again kind of blatant that it's trying to, and even the lyrics say it. You know, it's a bell. You know, and the sound. So she was just using this kind of ding dong. You know, because that's like a bell. Even even everybody in the world uses ding dong. That sound is a, as a reflection for a bell. Um, And so, yeah, it was just, it was just, it was just for a different kind of dynamicism and, 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 um, you know, using the voice, not only as a, as a way to deliver words that, you know, have meaning, you know, in a, in a literal sense, but also using the voice, almost like an instrument or or a way to you know create create a different kind of effect um so yeah you know and the the the, i remember when we were recording the vocals a lot of the sorry mosquito i remember a lot of the the times when we, we were trying stuff um you know we were conscious about well being, being open to the idea of using the voice, not only as a delivery for words, but also using the voice as like an instrument, you know? So in that case, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what that was about.
0: Okay, interesting. So um, to ask about things that aren't in the lyrics, we wanted to um, talk about the lack of pronouns in, in your lyrics. Uh, so I think I only saw one instance of pronouns um and that was in one line from farewell um that reads in the english version staring at you and me um so did you intentionally avoid uh, pronouns in your lyrics
1: you uh, oh, said really,
3: really
1: <laughs> <And laughs> don't put the uh, she doesn't want to make her face look too big if I put the phone on. We're not recording <laughs> video, so...
3: <laughs> she, she, when she was writing lyrics,
1: she, she didn't want... She didn't want
3: to...
1: Uh, she didn't want the lyrics to be... A reflection of her personally that much. Um, she wanted the lyrics to be kind of a... Do, 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 you know? yeah, yeah yeah. Just you know, she wanted she wanted to remove herself from the lyrics in a hmm. way. You know, which is kind of an impossible task because there's always going to be some there's always going to be some level of you know bias or or subjectivity can't be completely objective but in so far as you can you know as much as you can try she wanted to to, to do that you know lyrically so you're not going to see like i you know she there's very mm. very little i or, or whatever like you mentioned pronouns so that that's basically it she wanted to write lyrics that that basically humanity could all you know relate to in some way um mm. Could, could create some kind of resonance. Uh, mm. And so that was kind of the reason behind it, you know. Mm. Yeah, basically.
0: Right. You mentioned so, yeah,
2: authenticity earlier. Is it difficult to be authentic when you remove yourself from a piece of art? <laughs>
1: she said she doesn't she doesn't feel like there's a contradiction here because Mm -hmm. she simply wanted to when she's writing lyrics to remove herself from the you know not having her as the as the focal point behind what is being written from her perspective it's more from her what this is what she just said just from her understanding of things but you know trying to see it from like a outside perspective Mm. um so i guess yeah it's a little difficult to explain but but she doesn't think that there's like a contradiction in being authentic where you're trying to remove yourself from it in a certain way
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um and it's more it's more of like an observation i guess you know it's like observing it and 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 coming from an understanding um in 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 the most honest way you can understand something, you know what I mean? Um, Which obviously will, yeah, which (laughs) I guess leaves a lot of room for how you might want to interpret that, you know, which I, I, I certainly, you know, don't completely understand myself, but you know, Mm
0: -hmm. So so it goes. Does that mean that then the perspective that Lin is singing from is not necessarily like her personal perspective, as you said, because she's trying to kind of remove herself from um, the lyrics, I suppose. But does that mean that the perspective is more like some kind of like outside narrator? in the
1: have basically she's saying that it stems from yeah i mean it's it's it it is like she was trying to be as objective as possible like an observer um Mm. and to achieve that objectivity she said it has to stem from a certain kind of rationality the way you understand things from a rational standpoint and trying to be as close to truth as possible, mm-hmm. um, and she says that's the way you can achieve that. Like when you when when you're when you're keeping like the concept of truth in mind and trying to stay close to it, um, and yeah, try you know using using reason and, and rationality.
0: Okay, interesting. Um,
2: Moving then to kind of the translations of your lyrics that you have, because as you mentioned um, online on your Facebook page, you have these really nice uh, images that have all the song lyrics in Chinese and then translated into English. Um, And you mentioned, I believe that this is in part to kind of help engagement with overseas audiences. What was the process of translating like? Is that something that you actually did yourself or was somebody else involved?
1: Yeah, I was, I was the one in, actually I, In the back of my mind I did want to do the English translation at some point for these lyrics but I never you know had like a concrete plan as to when I was going to do that but but approximately I don't know this was this must have been a few months ago three three or four months ago the, the label had asked me um if I could provide them with a translation for the lyrics because you know, they're obviously going to be promoting the record and sending it to different media outlets. And they said it would be helpful if, you know, whoever is reviewing the record or, or, you know, writing an editorial about it or whatever. You know, if they have a they have a English translation so they can have a better understanding of, of what's going on. So I said, sure. You know. And so the first thing I did <laughs> was I just took all the lyrics. I mean, I could I could translate them, but I was just curious. And I just threw them in Google Translate. And and I was just curious what was going to come out. Uh. Um, And I was actually surprised. Some came out pretty interesting, Um, you know, because I was a little, I was a little, you know, nervous about translating the lyrics to English because it's very difficult because, you know, there's, there's, there's certain when you, when you, when you're, when you're not translating things that are just, direct information, you know, instructions or, you know, when you're translating things that have that have metaphor and and symbolism and and you know an artistic element to it, you need to be able to maintain that, but at the same time balance, you know, the what what Lynn was writing about and try to maintain a balance of of that artistry and poeticism and whatnot. So it was a very it was a very interesting task and a, and a challenging one because I didn't I wanted to be as faithful to her original lyrics content as possible but also at the same time maintaining this kind of element of of po- poeticism to it um, hmm. and sometimes when I was right when I was trans, when I was looking at the Google translate some some ways some 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 lyrics came out in ways that surprised me because i had never really studied the lyrics that much prior to that honestly Mm -hmm. like because i was more involved with the musical composition and the melodies and and the way she sung the stuff and even when she asked me she would ask me like oh well what what do you want these lyrics to be about you know this is you know for example mountain you wrote this song like i had mentioned i i wouldn't give her too many details you know i wanted to leave it up to her a little bit more but um yeah some of the some of the lyrics in google the way they came out really surprised me and in, sometimes in a good way you know because i don't think i ever would have thought i would have came up with myself like how to how to first that way you know like the song mountain in the beginning the first verse like there's something about like you know, come to me now, my hands are full of strength. I think that was the way Google had translated it. <laughs> I remember reading it and I was like, wow, that's really cool. It's, it's got like this kind of like biblical vibe to it, you know, like, um, and, but yeah, it was a compl- It was a tough, it was a tough task to complete. And I had to, I had to ask her on a few occasions, you know, like what, you know, what exactly did you mean here? And, um, you know, and, you know, it, it's possible somebody could in the future, you know, if somebody wants to go ahead and I'm totally cool with it, you know, if like if a native Chinese speaker who also speaks fluent English wants to, wants to give it a go, you know, translate the lyrics into English with their own, you know, interpretation, I think it'd be great, you know, cause that was just my interpretation of it. And, you know, I did the best I could. I, I revised it a couple times, you know, the, after the first, time after the, the very first translation i was reading some of it and i was kind of scratching my own house like what 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 does this mean you know like mm-hmm. um and then i revised it a couple times and it seemed to be a little bit more cohesive but but yeah i think it's a challenging task and you know i did the best i could um and i think they're pr- relatively accurate um and but, but yeah, if somebody, if somebody <laughs> wants to ever give it a shot, please go ahead and send, send, send us a copy.
2: <laughs> when you were revising, were you ever thinking that like you need to make the English sound metal?
1: No, no, that, no. that thought never even came to my head. And, and like Lynn said, you know, when I was, I was just, it was just pure lyrics you know mm-hmm. almost like if, if it's almost like as if there was no music at all if these were just pure words i didn't music you know it was just like uh just translate this translate these words in a way that you think has you know is something interesting and 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 poetic but you know also maintains the meaning of what she wrote originally mm-hmm. um, but but I was never, I was never trying to be anything,
0: though. No. Okay. Was there anything that you found especially difficult to translate or transform into English from Mandarin?
1: Prejudice song, I remember being particularly difficult to translate. Yeah, that song for for whatever reason I found t- challenging to to translate. Dark was also challenging. Um, uh, Euphoria because. Let, let me let me check my dictionary because it means that 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 um, mm. means ah so this dictionary i have here it says life is fleet life is like a fleeting dream or life mm. is fleeting like a dream
0: this fleeting life is like a dream is in ah, okay does that sound right okay. yeah
1: that's right this fleeting <laughs> yeah. life thank you this this fleeting life is like a dream or uh life is like yeah so that's an example of you know I'm not a lyricist um but that was an example like it just sounded more poetic to to phrase it as uh this life is like a fleeting dream instead of life is like a fleeting dream
3: Mm.
1: life is like a fleeting dream to me doesn't sound very poetic Mm. but if you just kind of reverse it this 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 fleeting life is like a dream for whatever reason, to me, it just has a little bit more, you know, sense of lyricist, poet poeticism to it. So mm. that was just an example of how I approached it. Like, well, I do want it to sound, I could just let it be very, you know, direct and, you know, just, you know, to hell with the 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 poeticism of it. <laughs> you know, but I tried, I tried my best to maintain it, mm-hmm. which wasn't easy. Um, but yeah. And like I said, if anybody ever wants to crack out of translating it, please feel free.
2: <laughs> Were there times like, it seems that in some ways you you had a little bit of freedom in in what you did. Like uh, we mentioned the the crashing noise that was in one song. I believe that's translated as listen. So moving from the sound to telling somebody to listen to the sound is... What was kind of involved in that? Like, did, was that something that you were kind of hesitant to do? Or were you comfortable making those kind of uh, modifications? Or did they just kind of happen naturally?
1: Uh, which, which, which song is this? Uh,
2: so on the song um, uh, Ghost, uh, the pang-pang crashing noise, uh, is there's no, like, onomatopoeia in the English, but there is just the word listen, which, uh, again, I might be misreading it, but I didn't see a character for listen at that point in the song. So I was wondering, like...
1: Uh, you- you know what for that for that particular song i think i didn't i didn't translate the 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 ping the pong pong that that so the the lyrics for that song that's the the i think i started translating from when the lyrics started saying listen right because that the listen i think is is in the lyrics
0: yeah it's in the next line uh, Oh, okay yeah next line the first one yeah yeah um. so i I think, I think the
1: translation didn't start until then, <laughs> but I guess that might be a little misleading. That that's a good point. You know, maybe I should have in the in the in English lyrics just included the onomatopoeia as well, just to make it clear. You know, mm. so yeah.
2: That wasn't just to be clarified. That wasn't like a gotcha question. I was honestly yeah. like I was just I was curious <laughs> as to your approach. I wasn't like hey, this?
1: like that. that no, no, my no. Intent. no, no, no. Was to, yeah. It's good. It's a good no, I, I know, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's a good, it's a interesting point, you know. It's and you know, it, it it it's a it's a consideration, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, to wrap up, um, what would you say is the ultimate role of language and lyrics in O's music and perhaps in metal more broadly? Uh, I
3: think it's not the same
1: First of all, all the lyrics in our in this band are, in generally speaking, are a lot different. You know, even like being a different language aside, being in Chinese aside from, from from the usual English uh, lyrics, uh generally speaking, are pretty different from most other like so-called heavy bands, but. As far as she's concerned, she she doesn't think that it it's even necessary to to consider the fact heavy band that you're playing heavy music to to have that dictate anything about your lyrics.
2: Oh wow!
1: You know, it, it's it as far as she's concerned, it, it's a non-issue. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, lyrics or lyrics, what you want to say, you know, it shouldn't shouldn't matter. You know. But I mean, if, if 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 that's important to you, and this is me speaking out, like that's cool, you know. Like if, you know, you want to write about, you know, something because oh, this is this is fucking metal, you know what I mean? That's that's great, you know. Um, but as but as what she's as far as she's concerned, it's 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 not important.
2: You know? So, what does she feel is the role of? lyrics in O's art then. What is the what do lyrics do um, as part of the complete package? That would what would be lost okay. if there were no lyrics?
1: From her perspective, if if there were no lyrics to the music of all, well, for example, if she just said she could still have sung the the, the melodies with the same, you know, vocalizations that didn't have the lyrics but for her lyrically it provides a more emotional connection to the music because there are her own lyrics so she's singing things that she has faith in that she believes in and um you know and at the same time there's there's melody is delivering these lyrics um it just provides another level of depth in terms of uh emotional connection that she has as a as a vocalist um Mm -hmm. so that's the role it's just it's just it's just it's just another level of 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 depth um that she has being being the vocalist of the band you know if she's singing her lyrics that that she believes in and 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 are authentic yeah it's just it's just gonna help her um, bring another level of 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 emotional depth to the to the performance of the music. So that's that's basically the role of it of the lyrics. Cool.
0: Great. So of course we should uh thank you very much for participating in this interview it's been really interesting for us because this is a really different perspective um, from that which we've featured before on the show um mm-hmm. not just because obviously you're a band based in china but also because you've got a very different lyrical approach than mm-hmm. a lot of other bands we've spoken to uh, so that's been mm-hmm. really great thank you for that
2: and thank you for your patience yeah, and for um, for, for the live translation that's a, yeah
0: that incredible effort yeah.
1: <laughs> sorry for know, tiring it's me out. <laughs> it's my pleasure thank you guys for having us
0: uh, and we also wanted to ask uh, for our listeners: Where's the best place uh, to keep up with all of Old's music, um, you know, tours, performances, everything about the band? Sure, I think probably the best
1: two. Pl- we have a website which is oldoutheband.com, but that website, in its current state, is more of just a portal to, you know, you could find our Facebook and our Instagram accounts. Those those two are the most kept up to date you know <laughs> on a weekly basis there's a, there will always be updates on those platforms so yeah both facebook and instagram are oh just ou you dot the band you know if you want to search like the username um you know it'll it'll come right up um and also the the the, the main website oh the com. it's you know the, the the facebook and 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 instagram links are all on there so for any updates and and, uh, about future live performance and, and, and any updates at all. They're, they're all, they're all kept up to date on Facebook and Instagram.
2: And you've been updating a lot of, um, like little behind the scenes videos on Facebook too and stuff, haven't you?
1: Yeah. Yep. We try to keep it, you know, updated. We, we, I, I was here, we're, we're in our little rehearsal room right now. Um, you know, every time we, we get together and rehearse and go over stuff, you know, we're always, we're always taking video and and just sharing little clips and stuff. So that stuff will all always be kept up to date, um, you know. And we'll, we have our—we're going to be starting recording the second album very soon. It's—it's oh, it's wow. almost completed. Yeah, it's almost completed compositionally, and <laughs> um, and and even lyrically. You know, she's 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 the songs that have that, that that the melodies are all written to. She's already pretty much wrote written the lyrics for. So album two is 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 on its way eventually. Um, ah, super and, fast. Uh, wow, okay, yeah. Well, well yeah, I mean it's, this this album this album has been done for a little while. Um you know, before we got signed it, it was already finished. So even before we released this album the second album was already in in the process of being mm-hmm. written. So yeah, we're 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 working away over here and you know, like there'll always be updates on on the uh, Instagram and Facebook. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah,
2: look forward to it. That sounds awesome.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, if you guys ever have a chance to come come to beijing you gotta you gotta hit us up and we can we can hang out yeah I mean, that'd be sure. sick yeah well yeah again thank Bye. you very much and if you guys ever tour australia you know let us know yeah it'd let us know awesome. yeah for sure absolutely we hope we hope we have the chance yeah it'd be awesome
2: and lynn thank you as well sorry i yeah, thank can't you. do so properly say, say so properly yeah. in chinese but we really appreciate <laughs> it
3: thank you yeah that's <laughs> I'm cool. thank you.
2: <laughs> we have yeah we had fun Yeah, wonderful have a good day you too take care
0: bye 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 bye. 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 thank you for listening to Lingua Retallica we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you stay tuned for our next episode before we leave we just wanted to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation we pay respects to their elders past present and emerging